0: today. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go into our prayer time. So let's, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you, God, for being our father, for being our friend, for knowing all of our needs, Lord, before we even ask. God, we just say thank you for knowing how we were formed, knowing what we need, Lord. You are our hope and our deliverer. You are our 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 lily in the valley. So we just say thank you for hearing our prayers in heaven right now. Lord, we just are praying um, for those uh, that—we're praying for our church, Lord. We're praying for the health of our church, God. We're praying for our hearts to be turned toward Jesus Christ, not just on Sunday mornings, but on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays after work and Thursdays when the kids start getting on the nerves and Fridays and Saturdays and we want to go hang out and kick it, Lord. Help us to just keep a mind of Christ all through the week, God. Help us just to lift you up. Help us to be a light into the world, Lord. Help us to be the salt in the earth. Let somebody see us, New Life at Calvary, and say, I want what they have. So we just say thank you, God, for just being with us and leading us in our guiding and our actions, Lord, throughout the week, Lord. We're praying for our uh, sick and our shut-in. We're praying, uh, especially for one of our uh, uh, kids today. Naya had surgery, and we're praying for a quick recovery for her and the Wilson family um, as they are taking care of her. And we're praying for Marvin Rogers is in the hospital today at Ahuja, and we're just praying, God, that you give the doctors and the nurses the wisdom they need to care for him, Lord. And we ask you to help him um, continue to heal. Um, we just say we ask you like to help him not go back to the hospital anymore, Lord. And for those that have been in the hospital this week, we are just so thank you, thankful, Lord, that Sylvie came back to church today, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing back your daughter and continue to heal her. And also, we're praying for our sick and our shut-in that are at home that haven't been able to return. We are praying for those that are faithful, faithful, looking out to hear the word of God and faithful looking up to you in the morning time, God. We haven't lived as long as they have. We just say thank you, Lord, that even now that you are still their hope. You are still their victory, God. They have seen so many victories in them. Lord. So we're asking for another victory today. We're asking for hope and for healing. And we're asking God for wisdom for their caregivers, Lord. We are asking, Lord, for their finances to be protected, their homes to be t- protected, Lord. So we just say thank you in advance. We're praying for our prisoners, our prison ministry. Thank you, Lord, for just giving us a heart to care for the prisoners, Lord, and to even send them financial gifts, Lord. We are praying that they continue to stay on the straight path, Lord. The narrow path that leads to everlasting life, God, following you. And we ask you, Lord, to remove the distractions, remove the negativity out of their lives as well. Lord, we're praying for our children as they uh, are going back, getting ready to go back to school, Lord. And uh, we ask you to put them in the right schools. We're praying for their teachers, Lord, as they begin to prepare for the school year. And we ask, Lord, that we continue to have a good summer break. Lord, we say thank you for our summer camp. Hallelujah. Lord. Thank you that this is the last week of summer camp. Hallelujah. (laughs) So (laughs) we just say thank you for bringing us the long way that we have in faith. And uh, we just pray that we can do it again next year, Lord. We are praying, God, for those, um, our kids in the Rotulu home in Africa, continue to bless them right wherever they are, Lord. And in general, Lord, strengthen our church, God, not just in number, but in quality, Lord, in you, Lord. Help us to serve you, Lord. We're praying for every ministry in our church. We ask you, Lord, that you pray for me and Pastor Kelly as pastors. We're praying for our elders. We're praying for our deacons, God. We're praying for our lay pastors, Lord. Strengthen us and move us as we go in to another break month, Lord. And we just say thank you for the the sermon today that we are getting ready to hear. And all these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So if you're able, we're going to stand and we are going to recite our church purpose statement. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the Word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. Amen. Andre Billets is going to come up as our scripture reader today.
1: morning, everyone. morning. Our Old Testament reading is from Jeremiah, chapter 29, 11, 13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to p- prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Amen. Our New Testament reading is from Ephesians 3, verse 14 through 20. For this reason I kneel before the Father... than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within him, within us. Sorry. Um, may the Lord have a blessing upon these words, and um, God bless everyone as you, and also that we can become more aware of God, um, his presence. I love that first song that we sang today, so touched me. <laughs>
2: Praise God, Andrea. Thank you so much. Praise God. Saints, can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. It is so good to be able to give back to God in our tithes and offerings. Amen. This Sunday is already the fourth Sunday of July. Can you all believe it? 4th Sunday of July, and on the 4th Sunday, our special offering goes to provide for our Rotulu Orphanage in Nigeria. We want to be able to be a blessing, don't we? We want to be able to bless people here locally as well as far away and internationally. So if you're able today, please give a little bit extra for the Rotulu Orphanage. As our ushers come forward, let us bow our heads in prayer. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, for all good gifts given through you, Lord Jesus. We know, Lord, that we cannot do one single thing without you, Holy Spirit. And so we say thank you. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you, Lord, for your gifts to us, Lord. Thank you, sh- thank you for making sure we have exactly what we need and more. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would bless these tithes and offerings, Lord, that you would amplify and multiply, Lord, to be used for your kingdom and throughout the world. And we especially, again, lift up the Rotulu home, Lord, all the way over in Nigeria, Lord. We are trusting you to prosper them and not to harm them. We are trusting you, Lord, to continually bless them. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said... Amen and amen. As our ushers are collecting our offering, for those that are joining us online, we have several easy ways for you to participate in the offering today. You can go ahead right now to NLAC.TV and establish your online giving account. For those that like to use Cash App, go ahead and put that dollar sign in, the number 2-N-L-A-C, and your offering comes right to us. For those that prefer to mail in or drop off your offering, our address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio 44103. That address again is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio 44103. We are so glad for you participating in the offering today. Saints, we will now be blessed in song by Carrie Holland, and the song is Great is Thy Faithfulness. And the young people are dismissed for youth church. hallelujah hallelujah great is thy faithfulness amen great is thy faithfulness praise god thank you carrie that was beautiful hi everybody how's everybody doing i see ruth snuck and put my picture in the bulletin today (laughs) y'all just going around and going around, and one of y'all walked past me, and I I saw a glimpse of your bulletin, and I said, what's that on the back? (laughs) So I grabbed Pastor Antonia's bulletin, and I said, what's on the back? And lo and behold, that's me. (laughs) Happy birthday to me, praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to do something that my sister is going to talk about later, but I'm going to invite my sister Casey to come up. She is here today. Come on, Casey. (laughs) So, this week, on actually Tuesday, God will bless us, hallelujah, with 50 years of life. (laughs) 50 years of life. So this is my twin, her name is Casey Armstrong, for those that have never met her before, but this is us together. <laughs> so sometimes we dress alike, today is not one of them. Just remember, Casey has on blue, I have on polka dots. <laughs> but this is Casey, and we are just so grateful. Our, my husband, her fiancé Beau, they had a surprise birthday par- party for us this uh, yes on Friday, right? What day was that, Friday? And um, they were so funny, because the whole day, Casey and I thought absolutely nothing was happening. And we started getting angry. We started talking about our family bad, y'all. Ooh, we was talking about them bad. <laughs> and so my, my daughter driving us around the universe, talking about we going to get some dinner. And um, we finally land upon this spot. And um, I didn't see no restaurant. I was like, this don't look like no restaurant. This look like a karate studio. And so (laughs) as we walk in towards the place, um, I saw Susan's car. And I was like, where's Susan's car? Then I saw Pastor Toby's car. I said, that's Pastor Toby's car. Then my sister saw her son's car. Casey said, that's Dominic's car. And I started going like this. (laughs) It's like, Casey, it's a party. (laughs) So then Casey and I, so silly, we backed up and said, let's record ourselves going in the surprise party. (laughs) So we backed all the way back up and walked down the street and came back up recording. And then we walked in and they were like, surprise! But we were like, we saw y'all cars outside. (laughs) But it was still a really nice surprise. And I know some of you all may have saw some of the pictures on Facebook and be like, well, why didn't I get invited? Well, my husband again and Bo planned the event, (laughs) y'all. And they were trying their best to keep it a secret and, and surprise us. And so my husband said, the more people know, the more it was going to get out. <laughs> so, but you all did an excellent job of keeping it a secret. And we are so grateful for all your love, all your support, all your encouragement. And we thank God for being twins. Amen. <laughs> it's very special to be a twin and to be 50 years of life.
3: So it's funny that my sister let me come up here, because one, she always want to celebrate her birthday by herself. (laughs) So I'm appreciating this picture that y'all put on the back of her, and y'all didn't include me. Thank you. That's the best birthday gift ever. Because my sister always say, well, when you go to work, they celebrate you. They don't ever put me on your cake. They don't don't ever remember me. (laughs) And I think it's the best thing ever, y'all. I'm sorry. It's a bit selfish. But when you have to share a birthday cake for your entire life, you know. <laughs> but I certainly appreciate and thank everyone for coming out to celebrate with us, for celebrating with us today. It truly is a blessing. It's so weird to think, oh, my God, I'm I'm 50 years old. And I know many of you are already there. <laughs> some of y'all approaching, and some of y'all can't even imagine what it might be yet but uh, it is truly a blessing from God to be alive, to be healthy, to just be surrounded by so much love from our family and friends, and it's just something that neither of us ever take for granted. Um, so we thank you for all your kindness and your joy as we sub Celebrate our fifth decade (laughs) on this planet. It truly is amazing uh, to not only, and that's one thing we we truly are blessed because sometimes when you're celebrating something and you really, you know, you're a little nervous about it. You're like, oh man, I gotta gotta turn 50. (laughs) Well, at least I ain't turning 50 by myself. (laughs) At least I got my sister. So thank you all. We truly appreciate and love you.
2: Praise God. Thank you again. Thank you, Casey. So she shared my secret that I do complain that at the Euclid Public Library, I'm going to put them out there. They always get her cake and ice cream and cards, and they don't never include my name. But y'all love Casey, and so whenever y'all do anything, y'all include Casey. <laughs> but thank you for my solo picture this year. I appreciate it. So, God is faithful, saints. We have been in a sermon series, praise God, and this is our sixth week. And if you look in your bulletin with me, you will see our sermon series outline for the summer. And right now, we're in the part about soul care. In August, we will be talking about triggered and dealing with anxiety. But for right now, we're in soul care. So, uh, what uh, was week one about? Godly peace. And and we talked about the peace that transcends understanding, right? And what was number two about? How to heal, praise God. And then we talked about what in week three? Spiritual practices that transform. And last week we talked about an attitude of gratitude. Did anybody praise the Lord last week? (laughs) Did you get through some tough times with an attitude of gratitude, praise God? And so today we're going to be talking about above and beyond, believing for more. Do you believe that God wants to do more with your life than you could ever imagine? Oh, Lord, I hope you do. So before we continue, let's take a moment to pray. Gracious and holy God. We thank you, Lord, for all of our lives. We thank you, Lord, for the moment that we breathe our first breath until today and again tomorrow, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for taking care of us, Lord, for creating us and, and making sure, Lord, that we can trust and believe in you. Holy Spirit, as we enter into your word more deeply today, we pray, Lord, that you would take care of our soul heal those broken places, make us whole again. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. So a part of taking care of our souls, my friends, is trusting and believing. Say trusting and believing. Trusting and believing that God will go above and beyond in our lives. Let me ask you that question again. Do you believe that God has something more for your life? I hope so, saints. Believing in God for more. Say that with me. I believe in God for more. For more. There are so many people in the Bible that God entrusted them with a big vision. Do your arms like that. Say big vision. Big vision. <laughs> Mary, the mother of Jesus, he told her, I'm going to make you the mother of the Savior of the world. Would you say that's a big vision? He told Peter, upon this, upon this rock, I will build my church. Would you say that was a big vision? He told the Apostle Paul, you're going to grow my church and build and bring many to Christ. Would you say that's a big vision? We struggle, say struggle, to trust in God's plan for our lives. We can at times even be small-minded, small-minded individuals, and we can believe this is all I deserve. Let me tell you, my friends, whatever you're experiencing in your life, God has more for you. Say more. We can be so small-minded sometimes, and we think this is all I'm gonna ever get. This is all my life will ever be. And we need to stop and say no. Say no. Shout no louder. No. God wants more for my life. You see, Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 29 that God has a plan for our lives, doesn't he? A plan to prosper us and not to harm us, a plan to give us a hope And a future. And the sixth week of soul care, it is vital, say vital, that we base our hope and trust in God through prayer. Prayer is the key. Tell your neighbor, prayer is the key. You see, we've learned over these last six weeks, we have to lament. We have to just pour it all out to God. We have to tell God everything we don't like, everything that's hurting us. We have to confess our sins. Say confess. We have to repent. That means turn around and turn back toward the cross. We learned last week we got to get our praise on. Tell your neighbor, get your praise on. And today we're going to learn about prayer. Say prayer. Prayer. Pray, pray, and pray some more. Sometimes people think, but I've been praying. Keep praying. But nothing's happening. Keep praying. Pray and pray and don't stop praying until God answers your prayer. You see, if we look at our scripture reading today from the book of Ephesians, this is actually a prayer that the apostle Paul was saying and he was praying for the people of Ephesus. If you all would look at this with me, and if you have a Bible nearby or your, your, uh, your bulletin outline, I think it's in your bulletin outline, you can look at it with me. Let me flip over here. Yes, there it is, Ephesians chapter three, verses 14 through 19. And I want us to read this together because I want us to see the importance of it. It says, for this reason, I kneel before the Father. What did he say he was doing? Kneeling. Kneeling before the Father. Now, we talked about prayer before, and sometimes we think, well, I can sit in my chair in prayer, and that's good. You think I can lay down in prayer? That's good, too. But sometimes we just got to get on our knees, amen. We got to lay prostrate before the Lord. Sometimes we don't even need to be on our knees. Sometimes we need to lay flat face forward on the ground in prayer. Paul is saying, I get on my knees. I kneel before the Father, right? And he's reminding us that we have to be in the position—say position—a position of going before the Lord. We can't just go to God any way we feel like going to God. So he's saying, I am kneeling before the Lord, the Father, from whom every family, keep reading it with me, in heaven and on earth derives his name. Then he says in verse 16, I what? I pray. I pray. pray. He is saying, well, what is Paul praying for? Let's keep reading that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. What is your inner being? Your soul. He's telling you, you may be strengthened with what? Power. You can't access your power. You can't access your more if you're not praying. Here he is telling us what we need to do. Let's continue. Verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Then he says it again. And I, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have what? Power. Again, power. To do what? Together with the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That's a powerful prayer, isn't it? That is a powerful prayer. And the Apostle Paul is reminding us that God can do above and beyond—say above and beyond—all beyond. we could ever imagine and hope for. Let's—let's let's look at verse 20 in this uh, specific Scripture. It's again in your outline. And what does that say? Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. He's saying exceedingly, say exceedingly, and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Even what you can ask for, even what you can think, even what you can imagine, God can still do more. That's how good our God is. He can do more. And again, he refers to this power, this power that works in who? In us. How do we access the power? Prayer, my friends. You keep wondering why nothing is happening in your life. You need to pay more attention to your prayer life. Amen. Prayer is the key. Tell your neighbor again, prayer is the key. And we are focusing on our prayer. Next Sunday after church, we're going to gather in here for worship. And then after church, we're going to go get some coffee. Then we're going to go in the chapel. And we are just going to pray. Remember how we walked around our building in prayer, you guys? We was walking in prayer. We are going to be known as the church that prays that praise. yes we're known as a friendly church a a hospitable church but we're going to also be known as that's the church they they'll pray for you all day every day at new life at calvary you see focusing on prayer and actually being blessed by god requires humility say humility 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 means to be humble right to not think so highly of yourself it requires humility and hope. Say hope. Hope means that you believe big things can happen. So, care is believing in great things for our great big God. Do y'all remember that song? We serve a great. Big, wonderful God. God. Y'all know I can't sing. Come on, help me. <laughs> we serve We're a, a great, great, big, wonderful, wonderful God. God. Oh, Look, the choir. I knew they was gonna go.
4: Glorious. serve
2: a great, big, a wonderful, wonderful, great, big, wonderful, great, big, wonderful, wonderful God. See, Woo! Woo. Woo. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, choir. I, I always know some of the words. I never know all. Thank you for knowing all of the words. We serve a great, big, wonderful God. Hallelujah. Do you all remember when you were a child and you didn't know how much stuff cost? And you got that dollar bill for the first time, and you thought you was going to go to the store and you was going to buy everything. <laughs> Y'all remember that? I still remember like I got $5. I had bought a house and a car. I had bought a new bicycle. And all I had was $5. Anybody can remember way back when we used to play with paper dolls? Y'all had them paper dolls. <laughs> My mom, my father, my step-parents, they used to buy my sister and I paper dials all the time. And I thought these paper dolls were amazing. I thought they cost a fortune. How much did a paper dial cost? Probably about a dime, right? <laughs> but as children, we have this faith most of the time and we believed that our parents can do anything. Do you remember believing your parents could do anything, or the adult in your life could do anything? We thought they would, you know, go to work, they could come home, they could play with us, they could buy us things. They were always these wonderful, wonderful people. And then uh, we started growing up, right? <laughs> and we realized that they just like us, humans in need of a savior. It is the childlike faith, say childlike, that childlike faith that believes that your parents can do anything. We also at one time in our lives have a childlike faith to believe that God can do anything, don't we? But then sometimes we start growing up and we get a little disappointed at life and, and we start losing that faith and believing that God is limitless. But tell your neighbor, God can do anything. Think back again to those moments when you thought your parents could do anything. They could buy anything. They could protect us from all danger. They, they had endless energy. I remember the first time my mother told me, I'm tired and I was thinking, why are you so tired? <laughs> I didn't realize in my five-year-old self that I had five-year-old energy. She didn't have five-year-old energy. <laughs> so, but I thought she could play forever. But as we are children and we begin to grow up, sometimes we can lose that childlike faith. And I'm trying to help us to hold on. Tell your neighbor to hold on. Hold on to your childlike faith and believing in the impossible. You see, the Apostle Paul in Ephesians, he is emphasizing the greatness of God. He is calling us to a place of hope and trust in God who can do above and beyond all that we can ever imagine or hope for. Look back at that scripture from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, you guys. If anything, I want us to take out of here today. When you're going through your week this week, when you're having a hard time this week, I want us to keep repeating this verse over and over again. Read it with me again. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Paul's prayer in Ephesians is not merely teaching us a heartfelt prayer, but he is truly teaching us a prayer for the church. This is a prayer for all of us. Can you imagine that Paul, many years ago, understood that we were going to need an extra measure of an encouragement, that we were going to need to be reminded that God can do big and great things. But he again wants us to begin with that posture of humility, a posture of understanding that we are not as big as God. Tell your neighbor, you're not as big as God. Humility is a modest or low view of one's own importance. But sometimes we struggle with being humble nowadays, don't we? Everyone is so proud, so cool no one on this planet is better than God no one on this planet I don't care how rich you are how good looking you are how good your house looks. you are still not better than God and that's why God gave us all the ability to kneel in prayer the richest most powerful person on the planet is still required to kneel in prayer The poorest person on the planet is still required to kneel in prayer. All of us have to assume the posture of prayer. You see, when we kneel in prayer, we signify, say signify, in humility our recognition of God's sovereignty. You see, when we are in prayer, we're saying, God, you are sovereign over my life, and I depend on you and you alone. You know, last week we talked about King David, right? And we found that King David found strength and refuge in God. And we too, say we too, we can find solace and hope by humbly going to God in prayer. So you may ask, Pastor Kelly, what are we doing with all of this soul care? What are we trying to get to? We are trying to get deep in our souls and fix those broken hearts. We are trying to get deep in our souls and fix those wounded places, amen. We are trying to take care of the soul that God gave to us when he created us. And we have to embrace, say embrace, a humble heart. And that humble heart comes through prayer. Say prayer again. What am I trying to teach y'all about today? Prayer. (laughs) And also embracing the hope that comes from knowing Jesus Christ. I started by asking you, do you believe and trust that God is able to do above and beyond all that we could ever hope for, ask for, or imagine? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Are you sure you believe that? Okay. We need $2 million for our restoration campaign. That's a lot of money. Do somebody got $2 million and you just haven't told us about it? <laughs> Those of y'all that haven't been here, we are in a restoration campaign called Building on Faith. We are restoring this 143-year-old historical building. Amen? You may not see it in this room, but we need a whole new roof, amen? We need a roof over the gym. We need new floors. The pews need a little bit more support. You may not be able to see it because we piece it together well, amen? But this building needs a $2 million restoration. And that may seem impossible, doesn't it? Because we know, who who got the $2 million? (laughs) Who won that Powerball? Or do you know somebody that live in California that won the Powerball? I, you got to ask. Closed mouth don't get fit, right? <laughs> it seems impossible. Like how are we going to raise $2 million when we have a bunch of folks who work paycheck to paycheck? How many of us work paycheck to paycheck, amen? We looking for our next check as soon as that one got here, right? We got a lot of folks who I, I still remember when our seniors explained to me about um, they, they spend their life getting paid bi-weekly, and then upon retirement, their check goes to once a month. And they like the once a month crew, amen? <laughs> How are we supposed to pay a $2 million bill when we are struggling to pay our regular bills? Who's struggling to pay your regular bills right now? Amen? <laughs> We're struggling to pay our light bill, our gas bill, our car note, our water bill. We're trying to keep up on our ties. praise the Lord. And now Pastor Kelly asking us to put toward the restoration campaign. And then, say and then, because it never stops, does it? Never stops. We still got to get them school supplies for those little kids that need school supplies. <laughs> then also your family members, right? Who got a call from a family member this week because they needed some help? Somebody else's light like bill needed to be paid. Somebody else's gas bill needed to be paid. I'm not talking about nobody here. We all know it's a lot of bills, right? So how are we going to manage a $2 million campaign and pay our own bills and help the family members that we're supposed to help? How are we going to do all of this? God, hallelujah, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we or think according to the power that works in us believe say believe trust say trust Trust. hope say hope believe hope and trust we have to trust God to do more than we can ever believe or imagine right God has a plan say a plan A plan to prosper us and not to harm us a plan to give us a hope and a future I believe what God has said for us God has said new life at Calvary has been here for 143 years we have gone through not one but two mergers say two mergers we have lost people but we have also gained people haven't we we have done a mighty work you know, I was in the office talking to Ruth, and I, I know Ruth never likes any type of attention. But I kept asking, I said, Ruth, what made you all stay? When everybody was leaving, when, when people were giving up, when, when people were getting angry and walking out the door, what made you stay? And she said, y'all used to have a motto. Ruth, you remember telling me that? Y'all used to have a motto. And it was like no matter what happens we're staying we are staying some of y'all need that motto in your marriage no matter what happens we stand some of y'all need that motto with your kids no matter how bad you get we stand you see if you leave say if you leave you cannot see the promise that god has for your life so tell your neighbor thanks for staying thanks for staying to the other neighbor. You see, God has a plan for new life at Calvary that began long before we got here and will continue long after we leave. Long after we leave, but we have to do our part. Tell your neighbor, do your part. All we got to do is hope and believe and trust that God has a plan for all of us. So this week, saints, we're going to be praying and praying and praying some more. We're going to continue to to lament and confess and repent and have an attitude of gratitude. But most importantly, saints, we have to believe that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we ever imagined. Saints, next week we're going to conclude this series with the heart of a Christian. And as our choir begins to press us up, saints, I want us to go ahead and close our eyes in prayer. Gracious and holy God, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would shift our focus from our own struggles, shift our focus from our limitations, and help us to get our focus on your limitless power and your limitless faithfulness. Oh, holy God, help us to approach this summer with a renewed sense of hope and trust, knowing that you, oh God, can do above and beyond all we could ever ask or imagine. May our souls find nourishment and care as we embrace soul care, going above and beyond. We thank you and we honor you, Holy Spirit, in the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Saints, we're going to rise and sing together. I give myself away so God can use me. And the doors of the church are open. And if you want to know Jesus as father, creator of your life, we invite you to come forward. Saints, we're starting to change and and go back to the other way of praying. It's a powerful experience to walk to this altar and humbly come before the lord in prayer so the lay pastors are going to stand down here us as pastors and we invite you to come forward to pray today if you need prayer for yourself or family and if you don't want to pray with one of us and you just want to come kneel on the steps and you just want to kneel on the altar and you just want to pray if you want to lay prostrate we invite you to come forward and pray Step away Love. to the phone tree and check your email today there is a women's association meeting after church and a men's association meeting but i do want to highlight the other birthdays that are happening this week brenda white she's in the nursing facility but we say happy birthday brenda hallelujah (laughs) pastor kelly and casey hallelujah thank you jeremy williams is our birthday twin so we say happy birthday to jeremy Geraldine Hayes, hallelujah. Geraldine, I heard, there she is. Happy birthday, Geraldine. (laughs) Hazel Hicks, where you at, Hazel? I thought I saw you today too, is Hazel here? Well, Hazel's been having a birthday party planned too. Now, Helena had her birthday last week, and this week is Ed's birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Ed. Uh, Their daughter, Kelly, is visiting with them. How you doing, Kelly, and welcome back. We want to say happy birthday to Eloise Payne. Eloise is in the nursing home with her sister Betsy, but we send her happy birthday greetings as well. Saints, God, we love July. July birthdays are the best. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> just going to say that. We do want to say welcome um, home to Sylvia. Where's Sylvia, y'all? Oh, there you go, Sylvia. Welcome back, Sylvia. <laughs> there she is. Welcome back, Sylvia. We are so glad to have you back home. Hallelujah.
0: We just want to say happy birthday, Pastor Kelly and Casey. Happy 50th year birthday. We have some cards for you here. If anybody wants to bring a card and bring it down. But we're going to sing that happy birthday song to y'all. So come on up, Casey. <laughs> Y'all get in the middle. Now, nah, these the birthday girls. No. <laughs> One, two, three. A happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to you. Every day of the year. May you feel Jesus near. A happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to you. May it be the best you Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday,
4: everybody, (laughs) happy birthday to you,
0: and many more, and God bless you. I don't know the second part, so I can't sing that. Thank you so much. You all are so, so sweet. We're also going to have cake and ice cream in the fellowship hall after service.
2: Praise God. I also want to welcome our, you know how you have those family members that you you are uh, spiritual sisters because you've been together so long in your life. Well, Alexis Jackson is here with us, praise God, and we call her our baby sister, <laughs> and uh, she's like... Um, she, you all remember her, this is Abriana Jackson's mom, and we've supported her through the loss of Adriana And Alexis is doing good, cause she believes that God has an awesome plan for her life and her children's life. Even though every day isn't easy, y'all, you all should see this girl is a powerhouse. She encourages other mothers. She encourages other families. She has been a rock in her family, and so great job, Alexis. Alexis loves to cook. And she did make some food for us for our birthday. Now y'all know it ain't enough for everybody, but the Lord can feed 5,000 with two loaves of bread. So we gonna do the best we can to get a scoop out of the food she prepared for us. And thank you for doing that, Alexis. Thank you for thinking of us and cooking for us. So please read carefully the one announcement I do want to make sure to make. This is the last week of summer camp. <laughs> Y'all heard Pastor Antonia say that. She has done an outstanding job with Whitney and the volunteers, Pearlie and Cindy and Lorreen. Who am I missing, Pearlie? Did I say everybody? Cindy, did I say everybody? <laughs> Jasmine, thank you. Jasmine pointing at herself, like, and me. <laughs> Thank you, Jasmine. I didn't want to forget. And Pastor Toby. And who did you say, Cindy? Oh, and Miss Emma, thank you. Emma, Emma has been been faithfully serving. They have done an outstanding job with the summer camp. And so we wanna say thank you as well to Gail and Ruth who have also had to help out at times with the summer camp in unforeseen ways. But we thank God for our summer camp. They are going to the zoo tomorrow. So if you're able to help with transportation, be here at nine o'clock a.m but their last official day is Friday. So we wanna say thank you for all their hard work. I think that's everything that, oh, and I'm sorry, tomorrow is also family day at the zoo. So it's gonna be a radio station there, 93.1, and it's gonna be extra stuff at the zoo. So if you just wanna come hang out at the zoo, we invite you to come enjoy it as well. Are there any other announcements that are not in the bulletin? Oh, thank you, Shannon. The zoo is free on Mondays, praise God. The zoo is definitely free. What'd you say? Oh, for Cuyahoga County residents. Thank you.
4: Anybody else? That was it?
2: Oh, thank you, Shannon. It is a, a flyer in the bulletin. I believe it was an insert about voting. Early voting has started. Now, as a pastor, I can't tell you how to vote. I can tell you to vote. And Larry Rush said he can tell you how to vote. So I'm going to let y'all talk to Larry. Because y'all know something, I can't say it, but <laughs> I got I to gotta give the appearance of neutrality. Ask me in the ship hall. <laughs> Please take it so seriously. Go and vote. If you've never voted before, this is your first time, congratulations. Go and vote, and go vote early and take somebody with you to vote, you all. We are in a fight for our lives and we cannot take voting for granted, so go vote. Uh, vote. The early voting has started. You can go down on 30th to the Board of Elections and vote, but the actual voting day is August 8th, right? August 8th. Okay, let's all rise for the benediction somebody gonna tell me I forgot something I'm telling y'all tell me now (laughs) yes thank you hot meal is on Tuesday don't forget to donate school supplies thank you all right gracious and holy God as we prepare to depart from this place but never from your sight Lord Jesus help us to believe trust and hope that you can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ever ask for or imagine. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you have given to each and every one of us. And we believe in you, we hope in you, and we trust in you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today. VOTE NO ON ISSUE ONE. NO. LARRY SAY IT ONE MORE TIME. VOTE NO
0: ON ISSUE ONE.